Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you're listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 201. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Jared just came in his pants. Mm, it's, so, it's wet. I'm sticky. I'm, I'm here tonight with <laughs> I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. Hey. Phil Dazzing. What's going on? Kyle Wagner. Hey guys. And the Lee, return of and, and Lee Tart. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, hey. man. Yeah, th- thanks for coming on tonight, guys. So uh this is like our big like two hundred and one straight off of uh episode two hundred. Um, Kyle was passing out nitrous balloons before the, the podcast. So everybody's feeling like fucking the crazy. Womp everybody's feeling crazy right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, topic number one, I, I guess uh, we were going to talk about the State of the Union. When did this? When did this happen? Like I didn't even watch this. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday night. It's Tuesday. Pretty sure. Yeah. So uh, why does everything happen on Tuesday with fucking politics? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like uh, conspiracy. <laughs> so, curious. So Lee Tark, you you said you watched like twenty minutes of it, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch a lot. I watched some. Twenty minutes, you'll never get back. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. It was fun. It was the crowd reactions were kind of funny. I thought. No, from what I heard, didn't Trump say something cool about like uh, great nations don't fight endless wars? He did. He did say that. He talked about socialism and how we'll never be socialist. But he kind of followed up the war thing with. How evil Iran was, and how we're going to keep them in check. And then he kind of followed up the socialism part with, you know, all this infrastructure we're going to build up and, and stuff like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. Like, <laughs> so was, he so said like, a lot of cool shit, but just wait, surrounded what? by contradictory stuff. Hmm. Yeah, did you watch any of it, Kyle? Uh, no, unfortunately, I did not. Um, I did read about it. I read that um, he talked about his accomplishments in criminal justice reform, which have gotten almost no media, um, just because I guess the left doesn't want to give him any any positive um, feedback. But he, from what I heard, brought two people on that he had gotten out of jail early or early released or something. Um, and I know Kim Kardashian had visited the White House mm-hmm. and got someone released. Or, oh shit! So he, he brought people, two people on, that he got released early. That's my yeah. understanding. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's so it's cool. both put away by the Clinton administration. Uh, yeah. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah. rock star baller. You know, um, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's pretty funny because, like, uh, you know, I, I was just reading uh, something the other day. I guess we'll just mix this all together. So um, I just saw like a Forbes article. Where they were saying um, Trump, I didn't know you could read. Where Trump is actually looking to uh, pass a regulation, which immediately, you know, I just think like government regulations. You know, I, I just doubt any of them. You know, I, I don't mm-hmm. think any of them are going to be you know, like any sort of good. But now this regulation, though, it's 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 kind of got my kind of made my cock twitch because <laughs> you know it, it's apparently he's he you said that to, was me. <laughs> apparently, he wants to make uh, doctors, pharmaceutical companies, you know, healthcare providers, insurers, like all print their prices. You know, just have them uh, readily available, which I, I think is pretty cool because it's it's you know from what I've heard, if if you anytime you try to get actual prices from these people, they're just and anytime I've tried to get prices too, they're just like, uh, I don't know, you know. Yeah, they don't even know what their yeah. their prices are, and uh, it's interesting because that was actually a Gary Johnson proposal from two thousand circa two thousand twelve, I think it was. I remember Gary talking to our local group. He actually came out to Baltimore, and one of his things was like, hey, you know, you go to the hospital, and it's like going to the grocery store when there's, if there's no prices on anything, and you don't know how much you're going to have to pay 
until the bill comes later and you know your insurance company pays a portion and then you're left to pay some out of pocket but um he said there's no transparency and there's no prices so we can't make decisions which is i, I thought it was actually a great well, point yeah, yeah, yeah there's really there's essentially no market on it yeah, well, it's a weird kind of situation because there's a middleman, right? The insurance mm -hmm. companies are the middleman between the consumer and the provider. So it's not like going to the grocery store or going to the car mechanic where you are dealing directly with the uh, service provider on the money. It's like your insurance company is picking up the tab and then, you know, whatever's left is coming to you. But I have, I absolutely agree that we need transparent pricing. Uh, the pri a price is uh, the most important piece of information in a market economy, right? That's literally the only thing you need. I can remember shopping at Goodwill and seeing like all these clothes, they would have one little tag and it would just have a number. You know, you know normally you're well, used to seeing me, like the... Uh, all the, the scan and then the, the the different types of clothes or something if you go to a normal retail store but really the, the most important piece of information on anything you buy is the price and it's it's weird that we have no prices in our healthcare mm. system let's well, design that way i mean uh there's a place like the oklahoma city or it's like oklahoma surgeons whatever this place where they list all of their surgeries mm. online like everything everything's all included uh the um like the uh, shit, I'm trying. I forget like everything. All the like doctors involved to stay. stay everything, everything's in included in the price. And they said, yeah, it might vary from here and there, but for the most part, this is what you're paying. And it's really cool. And they're like, the, they were like the first in the nation to do it. And they've been doing it since like the mid '90s. And it's like that's how all doctors should be. Like, and just you have this this middleman of the insurance companies where they just screw it up i mean the, i think this is a good thing but it kind of makes me uneasy thinking that this needs to be a government mandate i wonder just, oh no 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 me too me too i'm skeptical about any sort of government mandate but at the same time it's like i, I really can't find a, a con with this like the more and more i think about it you know the only one i can think of is like how they're gonna list the prices like do they have to list them online pay for somebody to build a, a big website or because yeah, most doctors websites aren't aren't too good like you know what I mean? A lot of them aren't really built up, Even so maybe it can increase true. cost. And the other thing I don't get is like if a lot of people are paying with insurance, like you can go there and go, hey, this this guy's gonna build my doctor X, and this guy's gonna build my doctor Y or the insurance Y, but I'm paying my copay either, so fuck it. Yeah, you don't really care. Yeah. It, it is a weird uh, mm -hmm. kind of system. Yeah, man. I I think like now it's so stupid. <laughs> going to like fast food places they tell you that they have to post the calories for each <laughs> you know each uh item on the menu it's kind of be like that but i think this is actually something i don't know i think it's positive i think transparency is key but i, I mean, mean should it be enforced but it should it be enforced by law though yeah that that's what makes me kind of uneasy i just wish there would but see well, I, I mean, I, I mean I the what, law, where's the argument I, okay i'm gonna be a place statist advocate for a second yeah, yeah, yeah i mean <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I am. I'm going I'm to be Kyle's advocate here, dude. Yeah, Kyle, bro. Fist bumps for statism. I, I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily agree with this this law, but <laughs> you, you go ahead and make your, make your argument. Well, You're more status than the status. I'm saying, like, like as, as libertarians, we're always talking about, oh, the free market, the market this, the market that. But the way healthcare is nowadays, it seems like there is no market, you know? Mm -hmm. And then uh, bringing transparency to it, you know, I feel like, well create a market that's true but i think this argument is kind of adjacent to people then saying well we need net neutrality right i was we, actually yeah, just thinking that yeah yeah do you hate to admit that 
Do you also hate to admit that? <laughs> no, I don't hate to no, admit I've been, it. I've been tr yeah, well, you said it online. You hate to agree with me. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, I was triggered AF about that. <laughs> yeah. you know, he was be. like, I hate to agree with this fucking piece of shit loser, <laughs> but I, yeah, I have to agree Dude, with I him. I knew you were going to get butter by that. <laughs> I, was like, Wait a minute. I was like, Wait a minute. Why do you hate to agree with me? Well, I don't know. <laughs> going back to the middleman concept, it like, um, you know, when there's a middleman, an insurer, or as the um, the socialist left wants the government to be single payer, right? So that's going to be the middleman between you and your doctor. The doctor has an incentive to charge as much as he possibly can. He doesn't really care about keeping prices down for insurance companies or for the government. If he's if he's ta you know billing Uncle Sam for his services, the incentive is I'm going to overcharge the crap out of the government, you right. know. And of course, then the government has to regulate what they'll pay and what the doctor can charge and everything. And that's like why single payer leads to a government controlled <laughs> system because he has the government is like you know they can't get they can't overpay for all this stuff. So they need to to regulate and control prices of everything, and that it becomes centrally yeah. centrally planned. The entire industry becomes centrally planned. Well, think uh, Dave Smith on his podcast. He brought up a great story, like just anecdotal to him, where he saw they were switching insurances when his wife was pregnant. He went and saw or his wife went and saw a new doctor or whatever, and they didn't have insurance, and so they charged him was like seventeen thousand. I forget the total, and there was like what. And so they literally, she mm -hmm. just called him up and was like, "Hey, I don't have insurance." And they're like, "Oh, we'll just knock seventy percent off." Yeah, seventy. Yeah, seventy percent off. And they yeah. they immediately just they took it from like down like seventy percent off the top. Right, because they because that's what they were just going to charge the government or yeah. the insurance company. Which yeah. you know, so it's it's that's, like well, that's this, exactly my point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they were going to try to charge the insurance company, but that's not what the insurance company were going to pay. But I, I don't know, man. Like the insurance companies do like they pay like, a lot. And a, and a, did pay a big chunk of it though, probably. They well, they right? also they they do an allowed amount too. If you yeah, yeah. To that. if you're in the network, like, yeah. So it's uh, I don't know, man. It it seems to be like a bit of a racket. Well, yeah, yeah. I had I, and the thing that's crazy is this this one doctor. I got an MRI done on my knee uh, for the knee injury I had, and so I like I made sure I called my insurance company and was like look do you cover this person at this address and they're like yes we cover that person we take your insurance this doctor everything so I went and I got it done they then they sent me a bill saying no it was a thousand dollars you're not covered in our plan so I'm like I call back I'm like why not like what it's the same address it's the same thing why not apparently they had changed their tax ID number and so they were sending it to the last tax ID number they had in their system so therefore they were like, well, we don't recognize it. It's a thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. So fortunately, they corrected that. They, you know, I sat my my insurance company did the right thing and they fixed it. But yeah, something as stupid as that as a tech, you know, it's just it's just ridiculous. The system is so fucking. I, I hesitate to say it's broken because I feel like it's designed this way to make you know make people rich <laughs> at our behest. So I don't know. That's just the way I look at it. I just, but I, I don't know. It makes you feel uncomfortable having a law like do we need this to be a law i mean because then it's like well could this law trickle down to lower like like small businesses where they have to tell you how much they they charge to get like a butcher like how much they charge to bring the cattle to their place and actually what it costs them to buy the cow in order to butcher it uh, do they need to see the price on that in order i to, mean I, I, I don't know he's just talking about like basic prices where I know. When you think I, about like 
every other thing you do, you can see the okay. price, except for healthcare. But there's, but it's so tricky because look what look what they did with the individual mandate. You know, with Obamacare, it was uh, what seven hundred dollars or thousand something like that. What it was uh, if you didn't have insurance. Well, instead of what they did was they did this all this huge legislation just to say, well, the individual mandate. We didn't get rid of it. You're still required to have insurance, but we just reduced the penalty to, from seven hundred dollars to zero dollars. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, that's great, you know." But but now here's the thing, though: that any politician that comes in afterwards can say, "Oh, we're going to raise that up to to a million dollars or five hundred thousand dollars for not having insurance." You know what I mean? So it's still there. I, I just I see these type of things that they do, and I just don't trust it. Yeah, it makes me very uneasy. But well, I agree with the premise of having showing yeah. what the prices are. I agree. It, with that. it is unconstitutional. I mean, it's a, it's federal overreach. You know. Uh, in my opinion, to mandate that everyone has to do this. And it's very similar to the um, food labeling, which somebody said already, which is like requiring people to, to produce the, um, y you know, the calorie counts and the percentage of daily values and, and the labeling that's required on all of our food. Yeah, they, they put one on Bud Light now. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I don't care. I don't want to see your... your <laughs> but, I don't want to see that. I mean, I as far... It's not a wage or price control. And I, I have this weird book called, uh, I don't know, like A Thousand Years of Wage and Price Controls. And it's an old book, but it's all about governments throughout history right. trying to control wage rates, which would be like the minimum wage, and prices. Um, you know, regulating to say, like, milk can't be higher than this. And, and countries yeah. that have bad inflation problems often uh, impose price controls on consumer goods like Venezuela has. And uh, we have, too. We have, we've had oil price controls and uh, we have rent controls in some cities. So, um, but this is not actually a price control. It's requiring um, transparency in pricing. Right, so you just have to tell us how much this stuff is. Uh, They're not mandating that you charge X dollars, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, I, yeah. I, as far as objectionable, I'm not like one of the other proposals for healthcare is to cap what they're allowed to charge. And that opens up a whole bunch of other problems. Yeah. Then you're really getting into controlling of drug prices. And it may be that a certain drug is not profitable to produce at the mandated price. Mm -hmm. So then you get shortages. That's what you usually get with price controls is the, the, yeah. the price yeah. is too low to make it profitable. So they just don't make it. And then people are going, shortages. I can't get the drug yep. because, and they're going, well. But yeah. Bernie wants to know why. Yeah, because Bernie wants to know why. Because it costs them more to produce than they greed. can recoup through the through selling it, right? If you if you put a price control in that's below my cost, I'm right. gonna go. Well, I, if I make this, I take a loss. Yeah, man. It's like, I can't well, recoup that's like my basic. Cost. You know what nobody really talks yeah. about though is the whole impact of intellectual property. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that, that goes yeah. to uh, patents and things like yeah. that, where. Uh, it certainly does allow um, a monopoly on that drug. If you're first to the market, you invent this drug. And the yeah. whole point is that w of the patent is they want to encourage people to invent this stuff. Yeah. So you get a privilege, a competitive advantage in the market for a limited number of, t of time. I think mm -hmm. it's like seven years. And then the generics are allowed to compete. But um, yeah, you could. That would be something I would be willing to listen to. Is like, hey, maybe we reduce the ter the length of the patent right. benefit. Okay. No, I'm done. I was listening to an interview with um, Mary Ruert, and mm -hmm. she was like a biochemist and ran for uh, LP, pre uh, president for the LP. 
She's and, awesome. Yeah, she is awesome. Sat next to her on a bus. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> nice, dude. Get from uh, from the LP was convention. It the, was it the bag bus? <laughs> it was. It was a, I would no. watch that porno so many times. <laughs> it was a bus from, to the airport. It was a shuttle to the airport from the LP convention in New Orleans this summer. So that's sorry. Awesome. No, it's, it was Go worth ahead. it. <laughs> no, basically, it she was, was not saying. Clarify. But she's basically saying because. The FDA raised the the amount of testing you need in the seventies, so now it takes like between like twelve and fourteen years to get through. Right. And then there's like a two million or two and a half million dollar fee you pay. So it's not worth it to make a product at all if there's no patent involved. Because they just okay. won't make so they that create, back. So they create the need for the patent yes. by requiring yep. this yeah all this she, stuff yeah. she said she was talking to somebody and i guess he had some kind of condition that they were creating a drug for and uh basically she was saying that you know they were far enough along in the process that sometimes she could get the drug for people so she asked the guy whoever was ahead of like above her can we get this uh get this for this guy and he said well it's not far enough along just tell him to take a ton of vitamin e it does the same thing and basically, they wow. can't. They're not allowed to market vitamin E that way without going through all this testing. And mm. they already made vitamin E, so they, if they could just market it that way, that would have been a win-win for everybody. Right. But with, you know, like you said, they increased the price so much that they need the patent. So mm. then they had to add like drugs that just pass through your system to it, get it copywritten, and then. You know, you have to go through all this rigmarole. It's like an expensive prescription to do the same thing that vitamin E would do. Damn. Yeah, it was it was a crazy interview. I think uh, yeah. I think it was like on Mises uh, really? video. Yeah. Oh, that's I didn't know she was a biochemist. Yeah, she she worked in like prescription drugs and stuff for a long time. Oh wow. Yeah, that's interesting. The more you know, <laughs> something like that. I might get the title wrong, but that's what she did. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. Uh, you know, you got to wonder how many things could just be treated better naturally, but there's exactly. there's just no money in it. <sighs> If you make a claim God on it, commie. it has to go through all the <laughs> testing. You fucking liberal. Well, yeah. Word. It's, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Goddamn I mean, demon-crat. Yeah, I mean, it's just so fucking expensive. Yeah. You know? And if there's no patent, there's there's no point. Exactly. No patent, no point. <laughs> this reminds me of a Chris Rock sketch or a Kyle, comedy bit where he was like... Kyle, I think you have to start putting the, the patent <laughs> on the pedestal, dude. Yeah. I think that's, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Put the, the what on the pedestal? Patent, patent on, the, on pedestal. the pedestal. Yeah, dude, you just gotta stop with that, dude. Um, what did he say? <laughs> he was like, the, "There's no the money's in the cure, right? There's no money in the disease. The money's in the cure." I think so. He was like, "They're gonna have something so you can like live with AIDS. They want you to live with stuff and be dependent on um, recurring drug." I've seen that. Deb- I've seen that debunk though. Who said that? Chris Rock. Oh, Chris Rock said that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I've heard conspiracy theories, man. Because you're not talking about the same, in, you're not talking about the same companies that are inventing both things. You know, I think that was the argument against that whole like conspiracy of like, oh, they only want to keep everybody with cancer so that they can just keep pumping them full, but that's keep not, selling them drugs. Right. I mean, that's not necessarily true though, because there's different companies. Not every company has the cancer. Uh, you know, the can the the uh, cure. Well, no, not the cure. I was going to say the. Um, I'm trying to think of the word, the treatment you get. Whatever. Did you guys see the Israeli no. article? About that, they said like within the next year is the Israeli doctors are gonna have the full yeah. Cure but how often cancer? do they come out with articles like that? 
maybe for just the Israelites, not us, where, not where, us Gentiles. Yeah. What about the black Israelites, though? Where, where was this? On, was this on the E-bombs world? I don't know. No, I actually saw that too. Did you okay. share it? Yes. Yeah. No, I, I saw. It. I, I saw it. Laugh. I saw it somewhere too, actually. Well, yeah. dude, maybe the government's planning it. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think cancer is like the cold, like the common cold. Is there's so many different strains that well, they yeah, can't. yeah. Thing, I think cancer say, is the same kind of thing. to say, yeah, to say, same, you, really. yeah, to say you can cure cancer. It's like which cancer? Yeah, like <laughs> ball cancer. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, hell yeah, brother. You love the ball cancer. Lung, breast, <laughs> lung, know. breast. I mean, breast would probably be like the if you were going to cure something, that'd be the one to do, right? Because that's the one most people have. Is it? Well, it's the one that gets the most popularity. It gets the most attention. Well, we all know why. Yeah. Why? Football. Exactly. (laughs) NFL, man. (laughs) Yeah. Even though the majority of the viewers are male who... And, like... But they do love breasts. But, yeah, I think a prostate cancer is so... Oh, yeah. It's not no as detected easily. Except yeah. for Dr. Drew. Exactly. Like, you should be talking about prostate Dr. Drew cancer talks more about than... prostate cancer a lot. Yeah, right? I don't know. You guys ready to talk about? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> we just make no, I want to talk comfortable. Do you guys see the the the, right. the state of the union? Do you see how like everyone, all like the women senators were dressed in uh, dressed in white? I was gonna ask you about that. What was the deal? Solidarity with that? for women's uh, So it's like Trump's anti women. So they they dress in white to show solidarity. Someone said. Someone said. I forget who. It was. Oh man, I wish I remember. They said they were dressed up for a wet T-shirt contest. <laughs> That's pretty good. I forget who said that. It was fucking hilarious. Was but did you see how Trump? Uh, the only thing I saw was what Trump trolled them to stand up because he was talking about how we have more women in the workforce and which got all the women to stand, all the women like progressives and all them to stand up in oh. white. And so he was like. Keep standing. You'll like this. We have more <laughs> women elected this year, and they're all clapping. And he was just like trolled them. Like, he was like, "You weren't supposed to do that." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "You weren't supposed to." He's like, "You weren't supposed to do that." But they had to clap. Yeah, they had to clap. And that was the <laughs> only. Awesome. And apparently, that was the only time they clapped was for themselves. There was a couple. They never t- clapped for anything when he said about minority um, yeah. uh, jobs and everything else like that. And he, they did not stand or clap for any of that, but they stand up and clap for themselves. So that's good. Then. Wow. He, he paraded a couple of people around. Like there was a cop that got shot a bunch of times, and somebody from that survived the Holocaust. Oh Some, yeah. some yeah, little yeah. kid. So they clapped for those people. Yeah. But nothing that Wait, he said. a little said. kid that survived you, the Holocaust. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I, I just explained that very badly. <laughs> so, so, dude, this well, little kid that survived the Holocaust. It was crazy. He's <laughs> like six years old. And Lee, you might know that. I, I that one. Oh, geez. Oh, that was funny. Here's another thing. That that kid whose name is Donald Trump and he got bullied. Oh yeah, he yeah. Personally, he oh, personally invited him. And he was at the stadium next to Melania, and there's a picture of him just passed the fuck out. He was so tired, just like. His tongue's hanging out of that, just like laying back because he Dude, was in the State of the Union. It was hilarious. Do you think he got to beat that? <laughs> what, he's like fingering Melania? Oh, oh shit. shit. Whoa, dude. Whoa. That was, that was Whoa, dude. <laughs> Phil. Settle down, she bro. Off, <laughs> she was jerking off this Donald Trump kid. He was like, America, America is pretty great. <laughs> Wow, dude. <laughs> but it was funny. But there was also another thing that happened uh, in the State of the Union where, like, he, Trump was talking about, like, Israel. He was talking about the Holocaust. And the, or, I forget what he was talking about. Oh, man. I wish I, I wish I knew about exactly what it was. Way to go, so, Phil. So Jewish. He connected, he, connected, um, he connected Iran to the shooting that happened 
in Pittsburgh oh, at yeah. the synagogue. What? Yes, he comp- like it was a direct like he was like they're anti-Israel, which led to the shooting in Pittsburgh, and we're like what? <laughs> and it was just like he drew this line, and I'm like how did you do that? I didn't want that guy I was just, an Iranian. Was he? I know he was. No, like, no, he was, like he was a hick redneck. white supremacist. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like and he just drew that line to him. So it was fucking hilarious. So like, what are you talking about, you motherfucker? <laughs> But yeah, it was it was it's just a clap fest. The State of the Union is just nothing but like a circle jerk. Of, it was so funny because my daughter like it was I was on and and she was like, "What's that?" And it was like the day afterwards. I was watching the video like highlights and stuff of it, and she was just looking at my phone with me. And I was like, and she's like, "Is that government?" I'm like, "Yes, that is government. <laughs> like that is all low government." I did catch some of the uh, Democratic response, which is it's interesting now how they do the State of the Union, and then the party that's not in power basically gets to do a rebuttal. Yeah, right. Which they air, and uh, that's the Democratic response to the State of the Union. And I don't know. It just. It was a lot of platitudes, you know what I mean? That's It was Stacey Abrams from Georgia. I mean, she was articulate, but it's just like, and we're going to, you know, take care of people. Unlike Dude, that you just guy. dog whistled. You, you know? just dog whistled. It, calling a black person articulate. That's what they say when... Dude, wouldn't it be cool... <laughs> My if, bad. Wouldn't it be cool I didn't if even got, know she was black. Wouldn't it be cool if they got, like, Vince <laughs> McMahon to, like, MC like, the State of the Union? That would be the shit. <laughs> State of the Union. Y'all motherfuckers are fucked. Matt's version. I can only imagine Matt's version of the State of the Union address. Start with, like... You should do, like, the punk rock libertarian yep. State of the Union. We should have got together and just oh, watched shit. it and just, like... Like mystery three thousand to that motherfucker. No, I, I mystery think, space theater. I yeah, think, I think me and Josh, or Josh and I, to be grammatically correct. You did one I, of the I, I, Ooh, yeah, no one's I, a, I think I think no one's we, a grammar we watched, Nazi, I believe we watched like one of the state of the unions or, or some debate or no, something. No, you did you did one you did like the Hillary Clinton debate. The Hillary Trump debate, didn't you? Uh, I, I can't remember. It was Can a you while guys ago. Wait? We were just like sitting there laughing the whole time. But I mean yeah. of course that's deleted. Uh now Aww. that because, uh, you know, so yeah, this is a perfect time to talk about the after hours. So, uh, anyways, um, now we have a uh, Patreon. So, if if you want to help support us, help keep the lights on in uh, Anarchy Basement, we do an after hours program. And if you contribute a minimum of one dollar per month, you will gain access to it. One dollar, one dollar. Yeah. So you just uh, go to Patreon.com forward slash Punk Rock Libertarians, and uh, you can help us out over there. Um, it, maybe you didn't know, but uh, like back in October, Facebook, uh, the Zuckerberg felt it necessary to delete our 190,000 person Facebook page that uh, I started back in 2010, and that Sucked we us right in the butt. Yeah, we'd uh, consistently been working on for uh, nine years. So yeah, that was pretty shitty. The shitty thing that happened. And uh, so, you know, we're just starting over doing what, doing what we can. And uh, anything you can do to help, people have been uh, very generous, and uh, we are super grateful. And uh, check out the new website, too. What's the what's the URL for that? Oh, uh, yeah, prlpodcast.com. It's fucking awesome. Thanks, man. You did a good job. Thanks, dude. Yeah, man. So so we have, like, all sorts of uh, shit going on, and, and uh, now we're streaming live to uh, not only Facebook, but also YouTube. So and it, Twitch. And, and Twitch, man. And, and Twitch. So if, uh, if Zuckerberg sucks our oh, new page, yeah. we won't, like, lose everything. We'll be on some other places, too, which will probably kick us off eventually. But, <laughs> yeah, man. If Pornhub's yeah. the last place we get the broadcast, that's where we'll broadcast. Yeah, you, you heard it here first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, enough about the the Patreon, but um, let's sign up see. for it. So what what's next, Kyle? Um, so you're you're crying. Um, 
See, crying. <laughs> uh, about uh, the about Bill Well leaving. Wasn't he, wasn't he like a, a hero of yours? Uh, he was not. I, I a lot of people assumed <laughs> that I would be a Bill Weld Weld supporter because uh, I'm not in the ANCAP wing of the Libertarian Party. Yeah, uh, and a, Kyle, a lot I of just, the more I just keep hearing people calling you a, a Weldian. What is that? I assume it's a, a big supporter of Bill Weld. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, I never. You're a welder. <laughs> you know, I saw <laughs> I saw Bill Weld. Um, I think two or three weeks ago, I went to Liberty Con in That's DC. And um, Reason Magazine, like they were the the hosts of the um, love world of the convention, and they, they the big the final speaker was Bill Weld, and he came out you know slowly as he he comes out, he walks very slow. He's really he's yeah he's just sort of. Do you think he's like a yard man? He's got like the polio you know, or some shit. He's kind of like old and <laughs> decrepit, you know. Like I don't really have a nice way of putting it. He just is. He doesn't inspire anybody. He talks like a typical executive or CEO. Everything's very. I don't know if you if you saw Mitt Romney like speak in 2012, like he's very much like Mitt Romney. Mm. There's just really no, there's no principle behind him. There's like no philosophy behind him. Gotcha. He's he's like a like a business manager or like just I don't know, and just a, t a typical cookie cutter politician who's not really going to say anything of substance that you can grab onto and say, oh, I really agree with that or I really disagree with that. He just sort of like. I don't know. I find him. I found him very boring as a speaker. So yeah. fortunately, they had pizza and beer afterwards and music, <laughs> so it like kind of livened the place up. But I think most people were half asleep by the time he was done. Wow. And uh, it's not just the fact that I. How did he him, become governor like that? Uh, I don't know. Just rich white people voted for him. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, I would assume it's a Democratic area, wow. yeah. Massachusetts, but. He gone. Um, anyway, so he, he has yeah. apparently um, announced that he's going to run as a Republican against Trump. Um, I don't know. How, I can't see that going anywhere, but... Yeah, yeah he wants to well, primary. Him and Larry Hogan are going to primary against Trump, man. It's a, you know, a big deal that um, for the LP because wow, really? he was mm -hmm. like considered to be the, the front runner for the LP's presidential nomination. Um and I, you know, which I also haven't been excited about. He's still, he's still. I, I would not be surprised. I'm, I'm calling this right now. Okay, so okay, oh, if shit. he primaries against Trump as a Republican, I mean, obviously he's not gonna, he's not gonna get the shit. I, I mean, right. I, um, I, I call. I would not be surprised if he then tried to run as a Libertarian afterwards. Yeah. Well, he's still scheduled to speak at the Libertarian Party of California, and they were told that if he runs as a Republican, he's not allowed to speak. That's what they're that's what they're saying. Wow. But he's still on schedule to speak there, and it's so funny because these rumors have been flying for weeks now about him leaving the Libertarian Party because he. I don't. I don't really know the exact reason, but I know it, the word was spreading and even led to our uh, Fuhrer. Nicholas Sarwark uh, posted uh, online, rumors spread faster than the truth. And that's a Facebook post that didn't age well. Because your boy, your main your main donor boy is a uh, fucking jump ship. So yeah, it, it's, it's, it's really ridiculous. I mean, he shouldn't have been there in the first place. Bill Weld, everyone, I mean, we all said it. I mean, he's just more of a... I mean, just the fact that he could never... Like, Arvin made this perfect post about how Bill Weld was, about how he never severed ties with his base in the Republican Party. All he did was trash Trump, and he just, he never really, and he, and he still maintained a friendly t 
tone, if not straight up endorsing Hillary Clinton during the when he was running. Yeah, that's a that was an unforgivable moment for most libertarians, and uh, surprisingly, Bill well did does have um, a contingent of supporters in the LP. They tend to be more moderate. They tend to like the incremental change more than the like radical Sam. change. Yeah, Sam Cop- Coppingheimer, Copping or something like that. Um, no, but he, there's a lot of people like that that really. I know. They, I know. They and I, I, I like the respectability. I want a guy that's going to wear a suit and that's going to be taken seriously as a candidate. You want a man with a slow hand. Okay, a there's. Slow, but I don't want Bill Weld. <laughs> so I, you like, like I the like... pragmatism of it, like in a sense, because <laughs> I do, too, I do too. I don't, I don't want fucking like people like Weeks up there stripping down naked, fatter than I am. Dude, that but, was so hot. No, whatever. it wasn't. That was that was the most <laughs> embarrassing thing I think I ever saw. Right. Yeah. I want. That was awful. Like Ron Paul is always my my I, gold dude, I standard that was great. for that a was candidate. That was like the most yeah. publicity wow, that nice. we got. Hold on. He just said Ron Paul was his gold standard for a candidate. Wow, that's yeah. a fucking dad joke right there. Thanks. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I like that one. I've yeah. used that before. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, I, I just think, like, you know, he, here was a guy that he's got some age and experience. He's got political experience. He wears a suit, and he, you know, is serious. Like, he's not a joke. He's not a clown. Um, and I just think so many LP candidates are just, like, complete clowns with no offense. So what about McAfee, though? Not all of them. <laughs> Yeah. McAfee would be an example of that. Like, you... You cannot, clown you know, have these stories of like, you know, people Fucking shooting up your house shit. with machine guns and you're hiding naked in the floorboards and like, dude, that and is, hold on, he's running for president from international waters, right? Yeah, now. he's yeah. like, he's like, he's like Anne Frank running for president. <laughs> wow, dude, he's hiding a little away. bit. A little bit worse. All right, I, I, no, triggered, like, I triggered the no. Israelite. No, I, I just prefer a little. A little more respectable, uh, (laughs) you know, in a candidate. I want a respectable (laughs) candidate. And uh, I don't see anybody on the horizon for the LP. So I don't know what they're going to do in 2020. The GOP, like I I think I've said before on the podcast, one thing with the GOP strategy, the Liberty GOP strategy, is when there's a Republican incumbent, you don't really get that primary opportunity to be up on the stage to have a guy, you know. But how would you feel about a mosh, man? That's the rumor. Another rumor. Uh, going I feel out there. great about it. Yeah, a mosh is I a, mean, a mosh is awesome. What, I primary fi- and against Trump? No, 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 no. Like uh, stepping up and taking the Libertarian nomination. Oh, sure. yeah, I'd feel great about that. That would be I mean, incredible. That yeah, would be that awesome. would really energize me for the LP. What about Pat? Uh, Pat Byrne, or whatever. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't. I don't know him. He's the uh, CEO of uh, Overstock. Oh yeah, I heard about that guy. Yeah, man. He, I haven't seen him speak yet. Yeah, I know that's the I want more out of him. I've been told how great he is, but I've never heard it from him. And okay. I, maybe that's on me for not looking it up. But I, I really because that's the Mises Caucus. Like that's I was that's kind of like their guy they're pushing for if he decides to. All right. Right well, now I'm backing Arvin until someone else shows up yeah. that wants to run. Um, Arvin's awesome, so I'm gonna I'm gonna back him for right now because I'd rather vote for him than. McAfee, you know, like at least he's not. Yeah. <laughs> he does you know, wear a suit. Lost at sea he or whatever. Suit. I, I give Arvin credit. You know, he's always dressed up. And, um, <laughs> he's always dressed did you guys? Oh, that post he made about the shutdown. Did you guys see that? No. He was talking about how like good. He's like, so people are in a few weeks, and you're not gonna get your welfare payments. Your guys are gonna starve. He's like, and I can't wait to watch. I'll bring the popcorn and watch. And no, 
you can't have any of the popcorn. <laughs> that's what he posted. Yeah. It was the best thing ever. I was. It was just so funny. It, like, just uh, I don't know. That's not very nice. Oh come on! It's hilarious. It's a no, joke. Is it really watching it's people starve? I don't know. Well, no, it's starve like, yeah. or get a job and work. In not not one that's milking off the government, man. Yeah, the average federal salary I think is one hundred and twenty thousand or Jesus something like that. So, Christ. I mean, these people are out here going, "Oh, we can't pay our mortgages and we can't pay our bills," but they're going to get back pay for all the time that they didn't work, and, and, they got, and, and their salaries are like ridiculous. So, uh, you know, cry yeah, me a river. Save your money. But no, we don't save our money. We're Americans. No. Because we have to spend for, for Keynesianism yeah. to work, right? To work, in quotation marks. Anyway, so, yeah, Bill <clears throat> Weld, Bon Bye. Voyage, I'm not Bye. a voyage. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, uh, Kyle. Um, so, so, speaking so, of leaving Libertarian Party. Yeah, speaking of, so did you, like, leave? Speaking of traitors. So, <laughs> Kyle, what, what is this? Kyle, Kyle's a race traitor? Kyle, you, you stepped what? down from, uh, you stepped down from where, dude? Yeah, I was the chair of the um, Baltimore <laughs> County Libertarian Party, so it's just a, a a county group, and I was the chair. The or, you know supposed to organize meetings and uh, organize volunteers. I ran the Facebook page, the Facebook group. Um, Did you work a so, corner? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I not a corner, but I, corner. I, I worked uh, <laughs> of the Norris. I, I worked a tent at a couple of fairs, you know, a libertarian tent, and just like talk to people as they would come by and tried to collect emails and tell them about libertarianism. So um, I just a couple things happened. One thing that happened that was major was we lost our ballot access this past election. Mm. Our gubernatorial candidate here in Maryland got less than one percent. He got point six percent of the total. And their criteria is 1%, so we lost our ballot access. We now have to collect 10,000 signatures, which because of the invalidated signature, some, you, they say you need to collect more like 15,000. So to, to, from yeah, my perspective, to make up, to make up, the, yeah. the amount of interest that I've seen in wait, it... Wait, 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 wait. So it was going to be 10, now it's 15? Well, I'm saying what happens is that you do the, if you do the 10, they find a lot in there oh, that yeah, are, are un, not acceptable. Yeah, they'll throw out 7,000 if you bring up 10,000. They'll throw out a lot of them for having a, you know incorrect address or the form's not filled out properly or the signatures, signatures you know, something's illegible or whatever. So they say you need to collect even more. I had heard that um, the LP spent, you know, thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars getting ballot access in Maryland the last time. And, um, you know, I, I don't think I appreciated how close, like how how risky it was like that we would lose that. And I, if I had thought about that back in the, during the election, I would have said, look, we need to reorient ourselves and focus everything on this gubernatorial race. You know, I, I appreciate everybody else that ran, but there's really one race we need to focus on. We got to be putting Sean Quinn signs out everywhere. Like it has to be all about Quinn. Um, I mean, I, I feel bad cause I feel like I could have done more. Um, he dude, like Sean Quinn showed up in my house yeah. and dropped off his Naked? own, his, no, he was not naked. But uh, he dropped off his own signs at my house and like right. left them for me. And he, I'm, and I, I, I felt like I maybe I should have done more. I, I didn't realize. I mean, I'm very new to the party, so mm -hmm. I didn't know that losing. I just assumed I was like, okay, we. Why was he dropping time. off signs at your house? Because I, I said, hey, if you have any signs, I'll love to put one in my yard and maybe put one up in front of my uh, local balloting yeah. whatever. And he's yeah, like, okay. we didn't do enough to help him as yeah. a team, right? It, it's politics is definitely a team. We're such individualists and, trying to get us together. And, uh, as a team. It was it like, well, Sean's out there canvassing the state, shaking hands and meeting people and doing his own thing. And it's like, no, we needed to coalesce around him and form a team and really support his campaign a lot more than we 
did. We, he didn't even, I asked him for signs and he was out. He didn't even have signs to give me. But it's like, I could have bought signs for the Quinn campaign. You know, I could have helped him out and bought a box of, you know, 50 signs or something like that. You didn't even like really that. buy it. I just said, hey, I'd like some. And he just came to my house, drove all the way from Northern Maryland, all the way down to my house. Right. And, <laughs> in the middle of but Maryland. he was saying he was out. Off. Huh? You, you were just saying when I asked, when I asked him oh, for signs, which okay. was like a week before the election, I said, "Sean, you know, I'm got, I'm gonna have volunteers I putting had extra out extra ones I could have gave you, man." Yeah, well, I didn't know at the time, but oh, anyway, the I point know. is, dude, you, um, you cost him the election. Just, I know. <laughs> you know, it needed <laughs> to be. My fault, dude. We needed to be uh, all about the Sean Quinn campaign with the idea of retaining ballot access for 2020. I just didn't think it was that be- big of an issue, and it's an opportunity for us because Trump's gonna win the Republican primary, so um, whoever the Democrats yeah. put up. And then there's going to be a contingent of, say, conservatives or um, people who don't like Trump, who will never vote Democrat. You yeah. can capture that vote with a decent candidate. So that's a, a missed opportunity for us to not put somebody pretty pretty good up and, uh, and not be able to put them on the ballot in Maryland. So I was frustrated <laughs> by that. I also just haven't. I had the meetings that I have had have not been well attended, and I think that kind of like put a damper on my enthusiasm. I just haven't seen the the uh, the volunteers when I said, "Hey, there's an election coming up. I need people to come out and put out signs." P- you know, people haven't showed up. Like it's just, I, I just feel like the L- the Libertarian Party and libertarianism in general is just not popular at all in Maryland. Well, it, you know? Anywhere, it's not popular. Maybe not anywhere, but especially in Maryland. And you kind of like when you're just doing stuff by yourself all the time, you lose your in- your enthusiasm. You need support. You need people around you. I don't you know, know, but I, I still spank it, Kyle. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's something. <laughs> <laughs> What? You know. <laughs> anyway, so I just decided that um, you know, somebody, to let somebody else take take a shot at it because of my my uh, dampening enthusiasm for the for the party and and with the way things are going. And the other thing that happened with this last election was like a lot of people voted for Hogan, the Republican candidate. Um, the Democratic candidate was Ben Jealous. He was very far left. You know, kind of like a Bernie Sanders type guy. Yeah, we talked about and, that. Like, and no. I just find that the system itself, I don't know that it's intentionally a two-party system, but it just seems to be, it, it forces people into this box where they're like, look, I I can't risk throwing my vote away on a third party. At best, you're just going to be a spoiler because I got, you know, it, it just, you it, people coalesce into two camps. And it's like well, that's why you need B. that. You need that. I forget what the system's called, but there's a system of voting where you get basically get like two votes. Yeah, and all that. And yeah. Yeah. Talk, past the post. yeah, we've talked about that and, and but you're talking about changing the system, which is a massive undertaking. And if you if you're not even really getting support as a third party, how the hell are you ever gonna be in a position to change the structure of the elections? Oh you're not. You know? Yeah, the, so only, like, the only I, people that could ever change it would be the two parties that wouldn't want to give anybody else any want more that. power. Yeah. Right. They would not want that. And that would so, damage their duopoly. You know, Part of my thing is like you know you just kind of um, play the hand you're dealt right in life. You just take things well, as they they come to you and well, go ahead. Um, if you were if somehow the Libertarian Party clawed its way to to the t- one of the top two parties, would you want ranked choice voting? 
Probably not. You would want to protect <laughs> right, right, that position. Right, right. You don't want to open the door yeah. to the greens or the LP or whatever. It's just amazing. Well, then then you have to ask yourself, how does it exist? It does exist in some places in the world, right? Otherwise, it's, it wouldn't be a thing that we yeah, know about. Yeah, I, I guess. So how does it come to come to being? Is it just always there from the I start? Don't know. And what well, it's. What? God, he wants yeah. you to talk into the mic. No, yeah. it's, it's okay. I was going to find the, the perfect spot for you. It's, Dude, it's okay. whoa, your mom already found that, bro. <laughs> Damn, you're oh. fucking his mom, too. Jared's <laughs> quick. Dude, I'm getting around. my mom, man. Jared's <laughs> quick. Um, yeah, I, no, I mean, yeah, but in America, it's not going to happen. Exactly. I don't, I mean, and if anywhere. it does, it's not going <laughs> like, to be any, it's not here now. And so why worry about something that's either a long way off or not I, here now? I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just saying, well on it, right? Yeah, I'm you just know. saying that's what's built into this system is, yeah. you know, like you said, the duopoly. Right. And so, you know, it's always been a debate between LPers and the Liberty Republicans who say, look, you have to go through the two major parties. You have to take over the, the GOP or at least get a foothold in the GOP. And I saw a meme posted by Being Libertarian that was great this week. They were like, well, Rand Paul, by talking to Trump, has done more for liberty because he's convincing Trump to be more um, true. To, to be more pro-peace and less, less um, you know, pro-war yeah. than, the, than the Libertarian Party has done. So they said Rand has done well, more for... Well, the Libertarian Party convinced everybody that they're racist, so... Right. Well, I just I look at it and Thanks, I go, well, Nick. first of all, the Libertarian Party is not in a position of power. Rand is a senator, which is more power than any a Libertarian has in this country. And that's what's yeah, so right? frustrating to me, like seeing like Sarwark and all of his, you know, Beltway buddies that just they act like they're in this exclusive fucking club. Like, oh, we're in, we're in, we're running the show in this town, and yeah. you're not running shit. Nobody fucking cares about you, man. Like, yeah. and that's the problem. You're 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 in bed with. With all these people, and it's like nobody cares. You're still distant third, maybe even fourth place as in the party. You know, it's like it sucks. It's like we need to get more. I don't know. I, I just what the Mises Caucus is doing is exactly the way I want the party to be focused on. And I'm now the new Maryland organizer for the nice. for the Mises Caucus. Nice dude. So yeah, congratulations. congratulations. You guys can clap. You guys can clap. Thank you. Please clap. Please. So what are you? What are you doing? Man? <laughs> So what's your first event? Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking there's a, a apparently there's a bullshit bill going through the fucking assembly in Maryland where anyone who's purchased uh, AR-15 after tw the year 2013 is now considered a felon, and what? you have huh? to yeah you have to give up your guns and after if you purchase an AR-15 after the year 2013. And it's probably going to pass. I mean, it's strong what? in the state. Yeah. And you're considered a felon if you own yeah. an AR-15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, February 25th, there are gonna, there's a thing going on in Annapolis with Gunners of America, uh, of Maryland. Sorry, Gunners of Maryland. And I might be there. I might. Um, if I can get off work, I uh, will definitely try what to be there. What day that on? I think it's like a Monday or it's always Tuesday. Day. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I might be interested in going with you. All right. Well, if, I if I down. can get off work, I'll go. Are we carrying our guns? We should. I mean, uh, well, it's not. Oh God, dude. But like South, like South Dakota, this past week or whatever, or to me, the past two weeks, they now were like, yeah, fuck it, we're a constitutional carry state. You can conceal carry. You can open carry. No problem. Anywhere you want to go. Like it's not South Dakota, and, and, and a million people died, right? Apparently. <laughs> but the other thing is, like, it's so weird because America, in some aspects, are very. Like, if you look at, there was someone posted a timeline of all the states where it went from concealed carry, constitutional carry, to, or like, no laws in the book, to then 
more like I, I forget I don't know the state, but it's just like kind of like a GIF where it showed you which state, and it just showed a picture of the map, and it showed you which state you couldn't carry a gun in the public, you know, out in public, or you couldn't own a gun or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I forget what the the categories were for it, but the more the gist of it was is you know coming all this up from back to 1990 to now, it's like tripled the amount of states where you can conceal carry open carry can you know constitutional carry whatever you want to say and also same thing with like weed like weed is now like in baltimore city they're not going to prosecute you know we talked about that last week they're not going to prosecute marijuana possession mm-hmm. and now like in denver uh decriminalized denver has gotten the, on the ballot for um magic mushrooms you know whether it legalize you know recreational use of magic mushrooms that will be, on be the awesome ballot in denver this coming election. See, I might have to be moving to Denver. And it's like, yeah, man. It's <laughs> it's like that's the way, in some aspects, very libertarian where we're kind of moving. You see that in that direction. But then there's, in other ways, god damn, this place is it's going so, like, hardcore status, hardcore leftist, socialist, in other aspects. And it's just weird. It's a weird dichotomy. And I, it's just, it's, I can't, I can't, would you say it's going it. the ways of the Wagner? <laughs> I would not say that. No, it's not. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was just joking, yeah. Kyle. Well, well, speaking of uh, Nick Sarwark, you know, he, he, not that Nick is the LP. The LP is bigger than Nick, and Nick's time will come and go. But his attitude definitely rubs me the wrong way a lot of times. Like he seems snarky, um, I think. Yeah. And he also is really into the this left wing stuff, which is the identity politics. Yeah, oh, oh so yeah. So he does. He, he really appeals to the identity politics, and he's snarky. And I'm like, a lot of times, just like, man, you know, he, he irks me a little bit. So that hasn't that hasn't helped. But I mean, it's kind of like it's more about the lack of interest from other people, the the lack of enthusiasm from myself. And I hope that my replacement is going to hold meetings, regular meetings, and that the group is going to build. Yeah. And in a perfect world, we'd get our signatures and get our ballot access back and libertarianism will rise in Maryland. But, you know, I'm just skeptical I don't, that I, that's going to happen. Me too, but Doug seems really cool. Um, he ran in... What's his name, Doug? Doug Stanley, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he uh, he ran, uh, or he, he ran, a, you know, say, I, 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 I never met him, but you and Alex met him and said he was a really stand-up guy. So. Yeah. He's not a he's not perfectly libertarian on all issues. Who he is? hasn't read every libertarian book. He's he's more of a real world kind of guy like fairly moderate by some standards, you know. Like he's not he's not like Arvin. Um, yeah. Not a lot of people are like Arvin. <laughs> not a lot of people are like Arvin. But I like, mean, I call Marvin a, Arvin a moderate. moderate. Marvin, yeah. Marvin the moderate. Yeah, Arvin the moderate, right. <laughs> now, Doug, Doug he's, he's, he's nice. You know, he's likable, and um, he has... He knows a lot of people in his community. He ran, I thought, uh, as good a campaign as a libertarian yeah, could. He worked he his butt off. He spent a lot of his own money on his campaign, and, and he tried. Um, he still lost by a lot, but that's because he had an L next to his name. Exactly. You know? If you don't have a D or an R, and you don't stand a chance. he got the L on his forehead. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he did. He took Jeez. that L. It L. fucking sucks. Jared, but Jared I mean, is in zingers tonight, man. <laughs> you should see him on Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Jared is so, much, is so much better than Sunday, Jared. Wow, really? Dude. Sunday Jared's offended by this. <laughs> Sunday Jared's a bitch, all right? Damn, dude. Saturday Jared was Sunday like Jared's rocking out. right next to you, bro. Saturday Jared was rocking out to protest the hero, man. Like, Hell yeah, dude. Having so much fun. No yeah. protest. So, anyway. I but, still like the LP, and I, I conti- I'm i going to continue to be involved with it as an activist. That's and, good. And stuff like LP that. LP needs and, um, you, Kyle. 
But I do have some friends that ran um, campaigns as Republicans in the Republican primary. And these were like really hardcore libertarian people uh, that I niche. knew from my campaign for Liberty and Ron Paul days. And I, at the time was like, well, I don't want to really get involved in their campaigns because I had a role in the, the uh, LP. Um, but, you know, I, they were definitely worth supporting. So maybe they run again. Maybe I can help them out a little bit more, not feeling like I'm going against the LP. Even though I, we didn't even have candidates in the races that they ran. Yeah, well, like, like um, you know, you're talking about Mitch. Yeah, Mitch would be one. And, um, yeah. Yeah. He was on Tom Wood's show. And yeah, he they had Mitch on Tom Wood's show, right. He was, exactly. actually, he was actually on this podcast before. Yeah, Mitch, yeah. Mitch has been on this podcast before. Yep. You know, he's Mitch a, he, Mitch Toland. Toland. He's like, he's a hardcore, he has Liberty tattooed on his arm. Yeah, like, he's an ANCAP. He's a, he's he ran a, the Republican primary. He's a hardcore Libertarian. And, uh, you know, he ran as a Republican. So I was like, well, I'm a Libertarian chair. So I'm, I didn't really feel comfortable getting involved in a Republican campaign. Yeah. But without that title, I would be more free to help somebody like Mitch if yeah. he chose but to rant, that's run a, again. The good thing about the Mises Caucus, and I don't want to speak on official terms for them, but the, everything that I've grasped from it is, hey, we need to be promoting the ideology more than just the party. And if we have a good candidate who's running as, with an R next to his name, we need to prop him up as much as we would anyway if he had an L next to his name. But we would encourage him to be a libertarian, but... It doesn't matter. Like it's the ideology. It's spreading the message. It's getting it out there, and that's what's important to me. And that's why the reason why I joined is because I don't want the next person running for speaking for me as a libertarian. You know, to be Bob Barr. Yeah, exactly, dude. And fucking Arvin trashed him too. Trashed him so bad on that post. That same post I was talking about before. What Bob Barr? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Bob Barr was a terrible candidate. Yeah, he sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it was it was fun. But Kyle, we're glad you're still here. Thanks. Yay. All right, okay, next product. Kyle. <laughs> I mean, next uh, topic. Okay, so Ball next, tasing. What, <laughs> you want to? Can we skip this one and do the next one? Yeah, let's talk about the next one, man. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're gonna say ball tasing for the after hours. <laughs> there there that, that is interesting. I want to hear about that. <laughs> okay. All right. So the next one is uh, the, the Green New Deal. The new. So is like it the Green New Deal. Or the it's new the Green New. De it's it, the Green New Deal. I've. 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 I've are you dyslexic? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am actually. So yes. So uh, some, I keep calling it the Green New Deal, but it's actually the New Green Deal. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's the new green. Uh, no, shit, fuck. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure it's God the green damn it. New deal, it's the green dude. new deal. Yeah. Green fuck. new deal. Anyway. I am so fucking dyslexic. I'm literally like, I'm dyslexic. So Call sorry, what guys. you want us like, to save I'm the fucking think, country. Shit. Like, I introduced, I introduced <laughs> yeah. it. Delete this part, man. Skip it right. Okay, delete <laughs> delete <laughs> this. Okay, I got to say, I guarantee you I'm the, I'm the most intoxicated person here. I didn't make the board. I don't know. I made the board. He's got three loose cannons down. But. You know, I, I could just I could feel I loose. read the board loose. and I was just like, no, like it's wrong. Cannon. And then I just like fucking did it, dude. And then you, you tried to like uh, correct me, dude. After I corrected it, <laughs> I know I'm I'm a piece of shit. Anyway, all right, let's actually <laughs> talk about it then. Uh, yeah. So this is uh, Alexandria of Casio Cortez. AOC. She's being called AOC. No, no, I refuse to call her AOC. That's by design. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. No, hold on. Let me go on that real quick. That's by design, that AOC bullshit. Like FDR, JFK. Oh, interesting. That's the same bullshit. They're pushing it to try to give her that label because they're thinking ahead of time. It's just because her name's hard to pronounce, dude. It's also because her name is hard to pronounce. I think it serves dual purposes in this I think it's how George Soros wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> Could be, man. So, so anyways, 
Uh, it's basically this hilarious prop uh, proposal uh, to save the planet, which involves making air travel obsolete by creating, I think, um, railways. Oh. Like hyper rails that apparently will go to every city in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, guarantees that even if you don't have a job, you'll be paid. Oh yeah, no, no. I have um, the I have the list here. If you want me to read off yeah, some of the check do. marks, so this is on, this appeared actually on the on Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's website, and she's denying that it was there, but everyone has screenshotted it and proved that it was fucking there. And it's like, what is the new Green Deal? And I, I'll save it. It's just about okay, large scale. Okay, what's again? Green New Deal. That's what new I just Green said. Deal, dude. God damn you it. What the fuck? Green New Deal. <laughs> green New Jesus Deal. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. Starts all right, so, with green. Starts okay. with green. All right. Shut up. All right. <laughs> so it goes, a job with a family sustaining wages, family and medical leave, vacations, and retirement security. High quality education, including higher education and trade schools. High quality health care. Clean air and water. Healthy food. Safe and affordable adequate housing. And economic. Economic environment free of monopolies. And here's the catcher. This is the last bullet point in this plan. And it says economic security to to who are unable or unwilling to work. And nice. the whole unwilling to work part is what's triggered a lot of people in this plan where they talk about like demolishing 150 ho- million homes in this country to, to make sure that they're suitable for uh, green energy. And talking about like in the next ten years, no more Wait, fossil so they're, fuels. They're going, they're going to destroy 150 million homes and rebuild them to because they're not suitable for um, they're not suitable for uh, green like you know solar wind uh, energy. So if you can't wow. fit solar panels on your on yeah. your roof, they're going to yeah, they're going yeah, and they're going to pay for and this is all going to pay for on the backs of the millionaires yeah. in this country, the evil millionaires. So essentially, what they want to do in ten this is a ten year process, not a hundred years, not. 500 years this is 10 years they want to completely get off of all fossil fuels all of them right every whether, last one of them and whether th- it makes se- economic sense to do that or not which is a big kicker or, or not you know. yeah well whether it's even possible or even possible it's, right yeah it's a so. garbage garbage awful so plan do you coming think, out do you do you think she's aware that it's this garbage and she's just kind of like just go fucking crazy right off the bat yeah, and just, like yeah. knock them you know get them all dazzled and then like put in like actually here's what i really want to do like, i just want like universal health care and just throws that in this is going to end racism well it's it's but i think that's what it is i think it's a ploy it's a you know it's sell it's like you know make a high offer or a high sale price and then come yeah. down back to act- your actual price you're you like know? oh biden sounds like the shit now Something like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, this bitch is nuts. Let's vote in Biden. <laughs> That's I mean, exactly. It's a typical socialist thing where they're going to promise the moon, and the real devil is in how you're going to pay for this, how you're going to make this a reality. Yeah, and, I mean, and are, are, they going, this, are they going to deliver the shekels? Right. Will <laughs> they deliver the shekels? Is no, but government I, I, even capable of delivering on all of these promises, these enor- you know tremendous promises? And, uh, huge. You know, it's going <laughs> to... The answer is no. Like it's just empty. <laughs> it's empty promises. Sure, and yeah. People are gonna go. Yeah, that's great. You know, there's gonna be a car in every garage, and a, everybody's gonna have tons of food, and everybody's gonna live like they're rich. And there's gonna be no pollution, and the world's all gonna be perfect. And right. And you go, okay. Well, like, how are you gonna make this all happen? And that's where, 
who's well, going to generate oh, this wealth that you're going right. to be distributing everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're going to tax the millionaires and the billionaires, <laughs> which, you know, they already pay, um, you know, what is the top tax rate? Is it 35%? Yeah. Plus yeah. the alternative minimum oh tax, plus state taxes, plus, plus, plus. I mean, it's a lot of taxes, and people go, if you really have that kind of money, you're going, well, I'm not keeping it in the U.S. I mean, it's worth getting rid of your citizenship just to retain that wealth. Yeah, but uh, or you're gonna go. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna earn that much. You know? Lord, yeah, it's not income yeah, I'm not gonna like work my butt off eighty hours a week. Right, I'm as not CEO of this company. Yeah, I'm just gonna retire and. I mean, you can't. You can tax every every. They've said every billionaire of the. There's like five hundred of them. You take mm-hmm. all their wealth away, and it like yeah, it, don't it's even a, tax it's them. A drop just in the bucket their wealth. compared to these promises. It won't even pay for one year of this. Proposal. It's like right. five hundred billion or something like that. It's like a, a small, small. Yeah, amount. if you tax, but if you confiscated uh, the wealth, of all the billionaires. Yeah, it's not that much. It's only like three trillion. I thought it was over two trillion. Yeah, I okay. heard two trillion or I'm something that's like not that. Even, this would cost like somewhere but like several trillion. Yeah, we currently spend four trillion a year. Right. Well, the so deficit is right. right. Deficit right now is at twenty three trillion. Jesus. Right. Oh shit. But I, I guess wow. what, you know this only gets you through. Oh, half I'm sorry. The debt. The U S. debt yeah, is at twenty three trillion. I, yeah, I know what you said. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. I, fuck. I was just gonna say, think about like why why don't most people you know have an electric car or solar panels on their house? Because it's expensive it's as expensive. fuck. Yeah, and then you're just gonna take. Take away well, like the affordable option for everybody. You also have to charge the car for a few hours. Yeah. So I mean, I think the technology is coming. I don't think it's quite there yet to be. A yeah. Consu- I mean, look, someday know. we'll all be driving electric cars. I'm sure. But like, Probably. let's just let it happen. Yeah. Let's get out of the way of it. Let's yeah. you know take all the red tape away. Uh, you know, all the government regulations, but- all the. You know, oil subsidies. subsidies. Well, they're su- yeah, they're subsidizing oil, and then they're Ethanol. also that's subsidizing the other reason electric. everyone has. Yeah, exactly. Well, in this, well, it- t- yeah, get rid of all of it, but they're also subsidizing ethanol, which goes into gasoline, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like most gasoline has ethanol in it, right? Yeah. So you get rid of those subsidies, then you know, these the, all these things distort the market. If you would just let the market be free, you know, you would have more than just Tesla, mm-hmm. you know, coming out with like legit cars that people actually want to drive. And you know, but they're not even talking about nuclear energy. They want to get rid of like this is nothing to do with nuclear energy. Well, yeah, that's also dumb. These these like far left people have this like fear of nuclear energy that's completely unfounded on science. They, I mean, nuclear energy. Yeah, I mean, occasionally you have these catastrophic you know failures and meltdowns, but generally speaking, nuclear is safer than than almost any other form and of cleaner energy. and cleaner than any other form of energy. You know, it's. And if you would just invest more money into it, not the government, but just people as like buying nuclear energy, um, they could become even safer. It could become, you know, even cheaper. Well, so guys, I think that's that's probably about all we have for tonight. On to mm, the after shit. hours. Yeah, let's get to the after hours, man. Yeah, ball oh, man, I gotta go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll tell you about my new diet. All right. <laughs> really? <laughs> until until next time, live free or die. That is shed. Drenching the flags on the tax bombs in red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? So did the gods and the machines. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom in that point in a fine land. To support the truth, then bring them home. I believe the jokes will do the best for you. And I believe the we. Have the power, have the power.
non-aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes absolute.